Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 67. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you can take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen that helps future listeners find us. And we always like to give shout outs to anyone who's been able to leave a review for us. We also appreciate those customer ratings. All of those really help us grow our audience. And with that, before we get started, we want to share a great offer from our friends over at OrlandoVacation.com. They have an exclusive offer just for you. Receive 5% off your lodging when you use the coupon code DISLOVE at checkout. That's D-I-S-L-O-V-E. They have everything that you, your family, your a large group would need when they go to Disney World. They have condos, pool houses, and even Mick Mansions that can handle over nine people. And so with that, they have, please go to, again, OrlandoVacation.com. Check out what they have. Use the code DISLOVE to save 5%. When you go to Disney, you have to stay someplace. Stay someplace awesome. Check out OrlandoVacation.com. And again, and on our today's show, we'll be joined by Simone from Grumpy Sunflower Studios, whose shop features amazing ears, scrunchies, stickers, lanyards, and tumblers. And she also has a code just for you. And that code, again, is DISLOVE, D-I-S-L-O-V-E, and receive 15% off every order through March 2021. Awesome. So, wow, you can save, get your hotel room, and get your ears ready for your vacation. So on today's show, we are actually recording on an important day for us. What is today, Chris? Today is our 13th anniversary. Yes. So 13 years ago today, we were spending the day in Epcot. So fast forward now, we're spending the day talking with all of you. So that got me thinking because our wedding and our vow renewal were both in Epcot. So I started thinking about that. And one of the things that I like to do when we're at Epcot is just spend time exploring some of the different areas. So today we're going to talk about something that a lot of people might not think of when they think of a theme park. They might not have even experienced these at Epcot, but there are different cultural exhibits and kind of fun culture explorations at different pavilions in the World Showcase. And right now there are displays in five of the countries in Mexico, Norway, United States, Japan, and Morocco. Some of them are historical, some of them are contemporary, and we're going to take you on a trip around the world today to look at those. So we're going to start off in Mexico and we have taken, we, we are museum people. Like we, we sure li- yeah, we like going to check out museums and historical sites. So it's makes sense that when we're at Disney, we would do this. And it's also a great opportunity if you have small kids to let them learn more about some of the countries. It also gives you a chance if you are on an adults only tour um, to have some time away from maybe the hustle and bustle of some of the bigger attractions. But when you start off in Mexico, there's a Mexican folk art gallery, and it's kind of is reminiscent. It has a lot of cocoa inspiration right now. The 
exhibit is Remember Me, and I took Spanish in college, and I'm going to, I know I'm not going to do well, well with this, La Celebración del Día de Muertos. And this is looking at the two-day celebration of the Day of the Dead. And this is kind of a fun exhibit because it has a lot of the folk art. It's very colorful. It has some displays of some of the costumes and some of the different crafts and arts that are done. Um, one of the things that, and they have really cool um decorative skulls that are made of different different contemporary things. They have some that are made of sugar. And it is super cool because they tie in the Coco movie. And one of the things that we, I think is always fun, and you always will see a lot of people stopping and taking pictures. There's a bridal couple. And the joke is they did not let death part them. And this is a fun area. It's right when you go into the Mexico pavilion. So you really can't miss it. And of course, if you just want to get away from the heat and have some time in the air conditioning, it's a great way to do that. And then that's kind of the gateway to the shops and to the ride, to the dining inside the pavilion. So definitely the Mexican Folk Art Gallery, I would say this is probably one that most people see because you have to walk through it. Exactly. Yeah. So this is one you're probably familiar with. Some of the other ones that we're going to talk about, you might not have explored yet. And hopefully, this will give you um, the desire to want to go check them out next time. Now, as we continue around the World Showcase, you will hit Norway. And Chris has something that he likes in Norway. Oh, I love Frozen. Yes. Yeah, so the Frozen Ride. And in the Stave Church Gallery, they have created, it's had an art display and it's kind of had a rotating different exhibits. Now there is a little bit of Frozen inspiration. Um, right now, the exhibit looks at the myths, gods, and legends of the Vikings. So it's really cool. It has some Norwegian artifacts. There, one of the things that I think is neat is that some of these artifacts in the Norway exhibit, Chris, this is the first time they've ever left Norway. Like they're wow. actually on display at Epcot, which I think is super cool. So it can be a great educational tool for your kids or even for yourself to learn more about it. Um, it looks at a lot of the different myths that are about the gods and the heroines and things related to the Vikings. Um, one of the things that it looks like Odin, it looks at Thor, um, all kinds of different goddesses. And so a lot of fun things to learn about Norway. And then you can learn about Norway and then you can go ride Frozen. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and then, of course, you can go to the bakery there and get some delicious treats as well, which that is always usually a stop for us. Now, as we continue around the World Showcase, you're going to hit the American Pavilion. And what important thing happened at the American Pavilion. That's where we got married. Yeah. So we were married in the American Adventure Rotunda, and there is a gallery of arts and history. And that is kind of a cool thing that we are able to explore. And it has a changing exhibit as you go through. It's actually, I'm sorry, the American Heritage Gallery. And when we were married, a kind of a fun fact, I waited in that gallery to be able to walk down the aisle to meet Chris on our wedding morning. They actually had us come through my bridal party and I came through the gift shop there and I waited in the American Heritage Gallery. So I could have checked out the exhibits while I was waiting to walk down the aisle, but I don't think I did at that time. <laughs> um, but right now, the current exhibit that is in the Heritage Gallery is American Indian Art and it has a diverse set of things from different tribes around the country. One of the things that I think is cool is they brought this from different museums. So there's some artifacts from the Museum of Indian Arts and Culture in Santa Fe. I don't 
don't think we went to the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center when we were out west, but I don't we didn't make it to this museum in Santa Fe. We did not. <laughs> and then also from the Smithsonian National Museum of the American Indian for, in Washington, D.C. So they have some really cool things on display. Um, Disney says it's it, the real title is the Creating Tradition, Innovation and Change in American Indian Art. It has historical artifacts. It also has contemporary works of American Indian art, lots of just cultural displays. And the neat thing is that the gallery is divided up into seven geographic areas. So they show different things from different parts of the United States, which is super neat. Um, they have some things from featured artists. Um, they even have some of the doll makers, fashion clothes, paintings, lots of different things. So it's super cool to check out the American Heritage Gallery. And this often will have exhibits that change I find that every couple of years, Disney will change that out. But if you have a chance, definitely go check that out right now while it's there. It's a really fascinating exhibit. Now, as we continue around the World Showcase, next stop would be in Japan. And they have a gallery there. And this gallery, I'm not even going to try to say the Japanese word. We're not even going to try. <laughs> We're not going to try. But the gallery in Japan, um, one of the things that's super cool is it has a display of kawaii. It's Japan's cute culture. And we've spent some time in this gallery. Do you remember they had a lot of the pop culture things in Japan? I do. You actually remember that. Wow. I'm just saying that. <laughs> so they have a lot of the things with like Hello Kitty and some of the other different parts of that cute culture in Japan. I know one of my good friends loves Hello Kitty and it's just been fun going in there. We went in there with our daughter and because there's lots of cute fun little things. She enjoyed it and she was only two at the time. So it's just a neat tour. Um, they also have a replica of a apartment of a super fan of kawaii culture. So it's just a fun thing. It's kind of that cuteness overload that you'll definitely enjoy. It's kind of a break from uh, if you've had a really busy, hard day, again, air conditioning, but it's also just a nice out um, a little bit off to the side. If you're going through the shops, you'll find it back towards the back of the pavilion. Really a nice escape. Another way to look at some of the culture in Japan. Now, as we continue around the World Showcase, another one, and I honestly, I'm kind of sad to say, I don't think I have even been to this one. Um, in Morocco, there is a great exhibits in Morocco, and this is called The Challenge of the Desert Then and Now. That is the exhibit that is there, um, and it is really looks at the different perspectives of life living in the Sahara. And it's really a cool thing. They have like a, they look at, there's a two day extreme racing event that takes place there. Have you heard of this race in Morocco in the desert? Maybe not Morocco, but other parts of Africa. Yeah. So this is pretty cool. Um, it looks at the race that they have there. It also looks at some of the different tribes that have been living in the area. Um, so the race is the Marathon of the Sands, and it's a six-day, 155-mile race across the Sahara. And so that's kind of a cool. They have some of the race gear and different things from it. They also look at the Berber tribes and who have lived out there on the desert environment for thousands of years. They also look at, um, within the race, they also look at, there's a female race that has women that race 
over there as well. So just kind of a cool gallery and exhibit. And that is something that we've not looked at. We have wandered through the shops and the restaurants and things in Morocco, but we've not checked out the gallery. So I definitely want to put that on my list next time. I think in particular, it would be cool just to see some of the stuff about the race and just the different cultures that have kind of thrived there over the years. And, um, just a kind of a neat exhibit. Now, there is another country that you might be wondering, if you're like me, when I was looking this up, I thought, well, what about China? They've always had an exhibit there. And it looks like currently Disney has had the China exhibit closed um, recently. And hopefully that will reopen soon. For many years, they had the Tomb Warriors that were the replica of the tomb in China where it had the clay, clay warriors. Um, that was replaced in 2016. And they had an exhibit of Shanghai Disneyland. And right now it's closed. There's nothing in there. So hopefully they'll bring something new to the China exhibit here in the coming years as well. So this just gives you, I think that's one of the things that I love about Epcot is that you can go there, you can go ride, you could go ride Test Track, you could go meet Anna and Elsa, and you could learn a little bit of something about exactly. the different countries. So that's a great thing and experience of food and the taste. But just wanted to give you a little insight into some areas of the parks that you might not have checked out before. So hopefully next time it might inspire you if you're there on an adult trip or maybe to help your kids learn a little bit more about the different cultures they're exploring. Check out the galleries throughout the World Showcase. You definitely won't be disappointed. So up next, we are going to get Simone on the show. We are really looking forward to sharing her story and to tell you all about her business. We would like to welcome Simone from Grumpy Sunflower Studios to the show today. Her shop features all kinds of really cool ears, masks, not banned. She has Disney, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Marvel, and many more designs. And we are excited to have Simone on the show today. Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Now, of course, we always want to hear a little bit about what you enjoy at Disney. So we have an icebreaker question that we always ask guests. And what we've been asking people recently is, what is your favorite type of souvenir to get when you're at the parks? I think I have to go with pins. I have okay. a lot of things that I like to collect at the parks, but the thing that I always go to first and foremost is pins. Sure. Um, I, have a, I got a big old pin collection. Awesome. Um, and I've been getting really into spirit jerseys lately. I bought, yes, two, I bought two online, so I haven't actually purchased a spirit jersey from the parks yet, but as yes. soon as they are open, I'm going to. Awesome. Yeah, we've, uh, Chris even, he's not usually into things, but he likes the spirit jerseys too. I have three of them. Yeah, he does. It's so they're so comfy i never take mine off <laughs> and with the pins i've been starting to display i've been getting some of the displays like the cork boards and stuff to put them up because i had some neat ones from events but you don't get to see them all the time so i've been trying to display them a little more yeah I, eventually i will have to move into getting a cork board right now they fit on my lanyard oh that's so nice i don't have enough to need a cork board yet but eventually <laughs> i'll get there <laughs> well like i like figment so i have a figment one i have one with my christmas one so Yes, for sure. That's so cute. We love a coordinated display. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, of course, we want you to tell us about your business and what products that you offer that are connected to Disney. Yeah, so the the biggest thing is ears. That was my like original product. I think I started with eight pairs when I opened my shop. Okay. Um, so ears, ears are my OG baby. They're the first thing that I really sure. like taught myself how to make and spent a lot of time perfecting and right. doing sort of trial and error to figure out like, okay, like 
what headbands do I want to use? What do the dimensions of the bows need to be so that they fit perfectly and sit upright and sit nicely? Sure. Um, so, so ears were the first thing. And then I expanded into lanyards. Okay. I just sort of like, I fell down like a rabbit hole one day and I found <laughs> all this really pretty ribbon. Sure. And I was like, I have to find something to make out of all this beautiful Disney ribbon that I found. Right. Um, so I started with lanyards and then did... Uh, like key fobs, little like key holders, yes. um, just in case, you know, not everybody wears a lanyard around their neck. Sometimes you just want something a little smaller sure. to put around your wrist. Um, so I did lanyards and key fobs. And then what was after that? Oh, masks. I, yes. I mean, obviously, right, right. <laughs> I've been getting, yeah, I've had people asking for masks basically since COVID started. Right. right. <laughs> um, so once I figured out how to make masks, those totally blew up. Okay. Uh, the most recent product has been uh, the knot, the knot bands, the knotted headbands. Awesome. Now, when you look at your different designs, you have kind of a wide array. Do you have certain ones that are favorites of yours? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I have I have my own personal favorites, and then I have like the ones that sell really well. Sure. <laughs> sometimes they're the same. Sometimes they're not. Right. Um, my personal favorites are. Anything Tinkerbell or oh, anything nice. Marie. Marie from Aristocats is like, she's my girl. She's oh, my, nice. She's my favorite. Uh-huh. So if it's Marie themed, I want it, whether it's my own product or someone else's. For sure, yeah. Um, but my, my best selling ears are actually my Ahsoka Tano ears. I am almost at 100 sales of those. I think last wow. time I checked, I was, I was at like 98. Holy cow, wow. Of those ears, which is absolutely mind blowing. I mean, the next. Just to put it into perspective, the next best-selling pair of ears after those is at, I believe, 25 sales. Wow, huge difference, <laughs> so, for sure. Yeah, just to really put it into perspective that those Ahsoka ears have totally blown up. Right. And I was late to the game in terms of, like, watching Clone Wars and watching Star Wars and watching Mandalorian and right. that I really understood, like, what is the hype about Ahsoka Tano? <laughs> right. But I'm I'm finally just now starting to jump on board. I just finished Mandalorian, and now I'm going to start Clone Wars. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and that those products are just flying off for people. They are. They are. So, yeah, definitely, definitely going to be seeing more Ahsoka in the shop. <laughs> well, that's awesome talking about your products. Really, what was the inspiration for you to start your business? You know, that's a, that's a funny question because opening my shop was – completely an impulse like there was was no planning ahead there was no like okay I'm gonna make a big life change and like be a small business owner (laughs) right (laughs) like it was it was totally an impulse and just sort of happened on a whim I had made I had made a couple ears here and there just like for my little sister and for Mm -hmm. myself just for funsies yeah and then I had a couple friends ask for little things like mugs and like little you know smaller things once I got once I got a cricket machine and I could really start to customize things Mm -hmm. um and then I I really opened my Etsy store just on a whim like a couple friends were like you should sell these and I was like oh haha very fun right (laughs) (laughs) and then I opened my Etsy shop really with the intention of just having it be like a fun little creative outlet, like a little side hustle that I could do for fun. Right. And then, and then COVID happened and I was, and all of a sudden, like my shop became my whole life, mm-hmm. my primary source of income. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now. So then when had you opened your shop? Oh, so I'm, t- 
up. I'm I'm about to hit my one year anniversary, so it was right at the end oh, of February. So right um, before everything. Yeah, like I think I think I opened my shop like February. I want to say twenty first or something. Yeah. I don't remember the exact date, but so it was close, literally. Yeah. It was like weeks before COVID happened. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Yeah, so the timing was was really serendipitous. <laughs> well, and we've seen so many small shops that have grown a lot during this time because I think people just want to have a little bit of Disney at home. And that kind of leads us to Absolutely. our next question is how do you think that your products can add Disney magic to your customers and our listeners' lives? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that Anybody that's a Disney fan, if they have anything in their house, whether it's ears or apparel or, like, home decor, whatever it is, if it's Disney, like, that's magic, period. It doesn't sure. have to be my job. Um, but for me specifically, one of my favorite things to do is customize and make custom orders for people. Right. Uh, and even if it's not a custom order specifically, I like to really personalize so that when somebody opens you know, a box of magic mail mm-hmm. for me, they feel like it's really specific to them and it's a special little gift for them and they can feel like, oh, this is, you know, this is a one-of-a-kind one thing and it was it was handmade with love specifically for Most me. Um, so, yeah, I, I like to add personal touches. I like to put little cards and, oh, you know, nice. and, and, yeah, like hand letter their name on it so that when they open it up, there's a card with their name as the first thing that they see. So it feels like a gift every time you open it. Now, with... So many of your custom items that you do make, what's the turnaround time? Like if I wanted to get a custom pair of ears or something, how early should I order from you? So I'm operating at about a two-week turnaround time right now, although I can usually I, – I, I set it at two weeks just to give myself extra time in case I need to order like a new fabric right. or a new something that I don't already have in my arsenal. Then it has time to arrive from the supplier first. Okay. Uh, but I'm, 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 I'm working pretty – I mean, I don't want to – I don't want to say it and then like jinx <laughs> no, myself, but, that's but I'm working, generally I'm what working it is. <laughs> a little ahead of schedule right now, so okay. I, can, I can usually get ears out around seven to ten days instead of like the full 14-day okay. time period. And then I'm assuming then it's probably a little less for items that you have in stock then. Yes, exactly. Almost everything is made to order, so okay. I generally don't have things sort of sitting around, although... When I make a new design or a new product, if you're one of the first people to order it, then you get to have the one that's already made. And then sure. usually it's out like the next day or within a couple days. Um, and then for, for smaller things like lanyards or key fobs or masks um, that don't take quite as long to make, the turnaround time is super, super quick. It's like a couple days. Okay, great. <laughs> and so with that, you had mentioned your store. Where can people go to find out more about your products? Yeah, so I primarily operate through my Instagram account. Okay. I'm very, very active posting. I love posting in stories. That's that's my favorite way to interact with my customers, to get their feedback, to get their opinions. Sure. If I'm ever thinking about, like, releasing a new item or expanding to, like, a completely different product, I'll usually do, like, a little poll in my story first just to sort of, you know, test the waters and get a sense of what people are interested in. Um it's so funny the other day I posted I posted just a little like good morning guys working on some stories or or working on some uh working on some ears today right uh, in my story and I posted a photo of a mug like an Alice in Wonderland mug that I made months ago Uh and so many people were like (laughs) 
where is this mug oh, from? Can I order this mug? And I was like, whoa, oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that's a <laughs> so fun story. I, so based on that feedback, I am expanding into mugs now wow, because people are cool. interested. Wow. <laughs> so, so definitely Instagram is the place to be if you want to keep up and you want to see what's coming next. Although I did just make a TikTok as well, which I'm really excited about. I love TikTok. Yeah, so Chris, I'm totally, totally addicted to TikTok. I was, I, I held out so long. I was like, no, I'm not going to get a TikTok. I don't need a TikTok. And now I have it, and I'm like, this was so much fun. You know, I have a buddy. I, I had really, I knew what TikTok was, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And a friend sent me a link, and I was like, what is this? And I am headfirst into TikTok. Oh, me too. I have to like, I have to actively like consciously tell myself to put my phone down. Well, and, and now he sends me all these fun Disney ones, so yes, I just have exactly. him. He's on the lookout for those for me. So we'll, <laughs> well, we'll make sure to share all of the links for your shop, for your social media um, pages as well. And we just really appreciate you taking time to join us today and tell us about your business. Of course, this was so much fun. I love, I love making Disney friends. There's nothing like them. <laughs> Most definitely. Thanks again. Of course. And again, thank you to Simone from Grumpy Sunflower Studios for joining us today. And remember, she has a special 15% off code. Use the code DISLOVE, D-I-S-L-O-V-E, to save 15% off your purchase. Go to Etsy, type in Grumpy Sunflower Studios to find her page and find some awesome things that need to go in your head. And I will make sure to share the link in the show notes as well as that code. So Chris, we are now on to our two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So you are up with trivia. Awesome. So, you know, we we talked about all the, you know, the different art pieces and the galleries and the things you can do. Well, I want to ask you, there's a Cinderella's Castle at the Crystal Art Shop. It's made with over 28,000 handset Swarovski crystals. Okay. I'm sure you've seen this before. Is this the one at Magic Kingdom? Or at Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Okay. If you wanted to buy this work of art, how much money would you need to bring with you? Oh, I've looked at this before. Um, and again, there's only 50 of them in the whole world. I'm going to say 75000 Too high. Too high. 30000 too low. $37,500. And that's wow. you know, before sales tax, but there's only 50 in the whole world. And that comes with over 28,000 crystals. I wonder how many they've sold. I don't know. That would be interesting, huh? Awesome. Awesome. Well, good one, Chris. Now, of course, we are going to end out with our wisdom from Walt quote. And I just thought this was a nice one. Everyone falls down. Getting back up is how you learn how to walk. Isn't that so true? It really is a good inspiration. I know a lot of people are going through hard times right now, but being able to get up and be able to move forward, that's what it's all about. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.